Good morning on this Saturday morning. Welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We left off yesterday talking about the tribe of Ishakar in the book of First Chronicles, chapter 12, how they had understanding of the times as what to do for the nation of Israel and concerning King David. And we left off with the verse that said in Psalms 31, verse 15, My times are in your hands. Deliver me from the hand of my enemies and from those that would persecute me. Of course, in the Lord's Prayer, we were taught, as Jesus taught us that prayer, deliver us from the evil one or deliver us from evil. There is the day of evil. And that is what we're going to be looking at in a little bit. We're going to be looking at some descriptions that are given in the scripture concerning the cycles of seasons and times in our lives. And they are actually identified by uh, special phrases. Uh, in Ephesians 6.13, it calls it the evil day. In uh, first uh, in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 1, it's, it's called <clears throat> the, day, the evil days. So we got the the evil day, the evil days, and then of course the years, and then the scripture says also the day of evil, in Proverbs sixteen twenty four, and then in uh, Ephesians five sixteen it's it says redeeming the time because the days are evil. So we got quite a number of uh, descriptions that we want to look at. So we're gonna start off with Matthew chapter sixteen verse three. And Jesus plainly told the Pharisees and the Sadducees when these people would come asking for signs and they wanted to see proof that he was the Messiah, even though he had told them, even though he had demonstrated the power that comes from God only. Anyway, he rebuked them and he said, In the morning, it will be foul weather today, for the sky is red and lowering. O ye hypocrites, you can discern the face of the sky, but you cannot discern the signs of the times. What a rebuke. People that can tell you what's going on as far as the weather and the sky and the sun and things like that, and then be able to tell you, oh, well, you know, the earth this, the earth that. They can discern the signs of what is happening to the the sky, but they cannot discern the signs of the times that God has placed for mankind. Totally oblivious, ignorant, completely no knowledge whatsoever of what it means. Now, Jesus goes a step further in Luke chapter 12, verse 56 He actually adds another section to it. Jesus rebuked them in Matthew that they they can't discern the face of of the sky and they can't discern the times. But in Luke 12, 56, he says, You hypocrites, you can discern the face of the sky and and of the earth. But how is it that you cannot discern this time? It's amazing how we have people talk about global warming. We have people talking about how the earth this and the earth that. And whether it be one thing or it be another, 
they can tell you, oh, well, you know, the woes of the future because of what's happening to the earth and because of climate cha climate change, because of what's happening to the sky. But they are completely ignorant. They cannot discern the time that they're living in and that the clock is already at 11.59 and it will soon be striking 12 midnight. Now, how ignorant can you be? It is important that we understand that the tribe of Ishikar was able to understand the political, the, the civic, social uh, times that were were in the nation of Israel, and they knew that they needed a man like David uh, to be king over both uh, uh, Israel and over Judah. So that that was a that was something that was really powerful as far as they are concerned, having men with disability. Today we need that type of individual here in America and here in this world that will know what the church, the body of Christ ought to do, what the world ought to do as we prepare for the coming of the Lord, looking forward for Him to come. Well, anyway, getting back on track on subject. In Ephesians chapter 6, verse 13, this time we are in a military setting. Picture yourself a Roman soldier fully equipped for combat, for battle, to fight to the death for his nation. Well, the Apostle Paul takes that picture and he paints it for us. And he tells us, Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. Not your armor, but the armor of God. His armor is very different than any armor we could possibly fabricate. Take on the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand. See, discerning the times in the evil day. And having done all to stand. Evil days. The evil day of affliction. The evil day of persecution. The evil day of death. The evil day of temptation. The evil days of warfare that come against the body of Christ. That come against the individual believer. They are assaulted day and night. In their mental faculties. They are assaulted in their soulish area. They are assaulted in the flesh. All of these are different battles and we were warned by the Apostle Paul that we live in a wicked age, but he has delivered us from that wicked age. If you look at the age that we live in today, not only is it an industrial, uh, uh, mechanized, uh, uh, technological age that we live in, but it is an age of, 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 of man And, and, and his sinlessness, his sinfulness, and, and his lawlessness, and all of these taking place. Everything that could possibly be wrong is there. So we are told to take up the whole armor of God. So when the seasons and the timings of the evil day come, we may be able to stand and not slip and fall. We're given a warning by the preacher, by Solomon, in Ecclesiastes chapter 12, in verse 1, when he says, remember now, now, today is always now, your creator, in the days of your youth, 
while the evil days come not. Notice this time it's not the evil day, but the evil days. And it says, come not, nor the year... <clears throat> nor the years draw nigh when thou shalt say, I have no pleasure in them. In other words, we come towards the end of our life and we say, you know what? My life, I wasted it. It was worthless. I had no pleasure whatsoever. Didn't get anything out of it. Before those days ever approach, before you ever wind up being in a spot or in a place where you will literally say, I have no pleasure whatsoever in life. I wish I hadn't even been born. Then that means your day's caught up with you. But it says, remember now the creator in the days of your youth. So this could be a long, long time in the past for many people. Or it could be someone that is young, that is barely starting out. Remember the Lord, your creator in the days of your youth, while the days that are evil come not, nor the days, <clears throat> nor the years draw nigh, when you will have no pleasure in them. Another translation says, remember your creator while you are young, before the bad times come, before the years come, when you say, I have wasted my life. Or another translation says, Remember your Creator when you are young, before the days of trouble come, and the years catch up with you. They make you say, I have found no pleasure in them. And then in Proverbs chapter 16, verse 4, the scripture says, The Lord has made all things for Himself. Even the wicked for the day of evil. Notice the day of evil. The evil day. Evil days. Days that are evil. So these are things that are called times and seasons in God's clock. May we be able to have the wisdom of Ishakar's, uh, uh, uh the tribe. And be able to discern the times and be wiser than the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And be able to discern the times that we're in more than the times of the sky and the times of the earth. The Lord bless you. The Lord keep you. May he truly just love you, which he does. May he just express his love to you in a manner and in a fashion where right there where you are. You can sense his presence and even his loving arms wrapped around your heart, saying, I will deliver you even from the evil day to come. In Jesus' name, amen.